Hello everyone, welcome back to the Pointless Void Podcast, a writer's room podcast where two friends get together and try to write a movie script. I am Jack Huckabee, I am joined by my co-host, you can introduce yourself. And I'm Carter Young. Great, so today, even though we're a week late, we're writing a Valentine's movie because during Valentine's we decided to write a horror movie instead. <laughs> I felt like it was suiting for the occasion. <laughs> it was good, yeah, and we're going we're gonna to continue that horror movie next week, but today... We're writing a Valentine's movie, and to be honest, neither of us have thought about what that means. Our whole prompt right now is Valentine's movie. Do they even make Valentine's movies? I mean, they make romantic movies, obviously. They do, and so I was actually going to ask that. Are we planning like a Valentine's Day movie or a... A movie that takes place on Valentine's Day or just a movie that people like to watch on Valentine's Day? Exactly. What is a well-known, like... Valentine's movie. Valentine's isn't known for movies. Like, uh, there isn't. Well, actually, okay. The only thing that I can think of is when they were having the ad campaigns for the first Deadpool movie. Um, it came out on Valentine's Day. And so some of their ads made it look like it was a love movie. That this was That's Ryan kind of Reynolds' awesome. idea. And they were fire. So look it up. That's the only thing I can think of, honestly, is Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool is the old Valentine's <laughs> movie. Um, I mean, uh, Valentine. We could write a movie about Saint Valentine if we want to be lame. Mm-hmm. No, that's not lame. That's I think that lame. actually could be cool. That actually, be now cool. that I think about that, I was gonna say he I has th- an interesting life. So I've never heard of like the backstory behind Saint Valentine's. So you haven't heard? You don't know at all? No. I feel so, like that would be kind of a cool. I know a little bit, but not enough, so we could make crap up. Yeah. So here's so the deal with him is he uh he was I don't know if he was a priest or what, but um for some reason in the law of the country they lived in, again, I know nothing about this, just very, very little. It was illegal for, I think it was illegal to be married outside of the church, or it was illegal to be married at all, or something. Okay. So this guy Valentine went and was illegally marrying people. Um, oh. So that's why he's the saint of love because he was allowing people to come together when it was illegal. That's a cool idea. Actually, I like that story. I think that could go somewhere, honestly. I know, and I don't know enough about it, so we could make up some some backstory to him. Kind of like how they did The Greatest Showman, honestly. You have your, no, your main purpose. You, you get where your inspiration is from, but at the same time, you take it wherever you want to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. Because mm-hmm. Greatest Showman, he's nothing it, like P.T. Barnum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the it's real a story movie. behind that is not anything, but it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, I like that. I don't know. I mean, I, we should probably look up his full name so we can actually use him. That's true. So he has to have like a problem, not a problematic but he has to he has to be in a situation in life where he's far from being this character right and something has to bring him to care enough about marriage or care enough about people's happiness to like break the law and risk his own mm-hmm. have you seen the movie klaus i've been wanting to see it but i haven't seen it okay i know an, what it is yeah though. it's an amazing movie but it's kind of like that but that's the story of christmas you know just a completely different version of Christmas and how St. Nicholas came to be. Um, but I was kind of thinking that when you were discussing, like something mm. has to happen for him. Hmm. So I'm trying, I was just looking up his name. So San Valentino is his Italian name. San Valentino. His, so wait, his Latin name is Valentinus. Ah. I'm not sure where he was. I think he was in Italy though. Okay. Where did St. Valentine live? He lived in, I thought he lived in Rome. Yeah, Rome. Okay, so like the heart of the Catholic Church. Yes. Is where he was from. And I'm sure the Catholic Church was the reason why he had to do what he was doing. Right. Because the Catholic Church... (laughs) They had so much power. Yeah. They were the government and the religion. It's like... It was both. It's bad. I don't like when that type of thing happens. It's called a... What is it called? Is a... You need 
You need an oligarchy. Oh, that's not what an oligarchy is, is it? What I, I forget what the name of the government so. style. That's run by the church. That's a good question. I actually I, don't know. This should, I, this, I, I do know this. I just can't think of it. But anyway, not But yeah, but important. for hundreds and hundreds of years, they were in charge of, they were basically above the kings, honestly. Yeah, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. The Pope, I'm sure that the the Pope had more influence. Well, he definitely had more influence. Did he have more power? Maybe not. But yeah, even still, the Vatican's considered its own country, isn't it? Yeah, that it should be. Yeah, <laughs> that's not. <laughs> they, uh, why they don't deserve country status? Well, that's what I was confused about. I was like, wait, that's a country, and they're like, yeah. I, mean, no, I don't want to offend someone who's Catholic, but I mean, I don't know enough about it, so obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, neither do I. I just was like, I thought it was just like a city. Well, but it is then, a city, but they consider it a country. Okay. It's the smallest country in the world because it's literally like a couple streets. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Very interesting. But St. Valentine. Now, here's the thing. Do we use Valentine's real name or do we use, I mean, how we know him as St. Valentine. Or I feel like it'd be kind of cool to use. Well, I think like this his, story takes place when he's younger, right? Yeah. And we use his like um, Roman name. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, he's not a saint yet. He hasn't been given sainthood. I don't think you get sainthood until after you die. I don't really know what how you get sainthood. I think you have to perform like three miracles or something. Oh, really? Oh. Or something like that. Unless you're a Latter-day Saint, then you just get it for free. But <laughs> to be like a saint. <laughs> the Catholic Church perspective. The Catholic Church. Yeah. I can't, I'm, again, I, I, I've said this multiple episodes. We're not Catholic, but, um, so, and we t- but we talk about Catholic things. How do you become a saint? I want to look this up. Yeah. How do good. you qualify now how, does saint valentine end up getting like excommunicated executed how does his story end in real life <clears throat> okay so to get sainthood you have to have performed a miracle whatever the heck that means mm-hmm. um Not for interpretation they must have a repu- reputation of holiness it um at least after their death okay and then they have to perform a miracle. That's interesting. So I don't know. I don't know. I, that's the thing is I don't know if he was with, like, I don't know if the Catholic church was for what he was doing. Yeah. I don't know if he was going against the Catholic church or if he was going against the Roman empire. Yeah. And so he was martyred in 269 AD. Okay. Um, and then the Feast of St. Valentine, also known as St. Valentine's Day, was established by Pope Gelasius the first in 496 AD. But I'm trying to find out why he was martyred. <laughs> like, was it by the... I'm sure someone caught him. Mm-hmm. Someone caught him performing marriages... But we, can make true. That, but we can make that part up. True. Now, do we have him die in the end? Uh, yeah, I want him dead. Yeah. Let's kill him off. Let's kill him off. Let's kill off <laughs> but our that's main the character. End. That's the end. No, yeah. That's true. Okay. So he's, he starts out young. Um, mm-hmm. And he is like a, a rowdy character. He's uh, going around. He's a, he's a playboy. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's into girls. He's into guys. He's into whatever. He's a love fiend. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just going around. I, for some reason, picture him on a skateboard, but that's definitely not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's back then, but you know, whatever it is, he's going around on it. No. <laughs> His chariots. His chariot. Yo, you know yeah. that, uh, you know, uh, the Prince of Egypt when, uh, Ramses and Moses are like riding their chariots and they like go off yeah. the hill mm-hmm. and the sand is coming and then they, they knock off the nose of the Sphinx. That's right. And that is a good movie. It is such a good, it's such a well-made movie. Prince of Egypt music and just plot and everything. Yeah. See, they take the good parts of the Bible, like the interesting story parts, but then they like make it way more entertaining. Oh yeah. So I, I like read the parts in the Bible with this and I'm like, Oh, that's not nearly as cool. It's so boring. (laughs) I want to watch the movie. It's like, that's not nearly as cool as the Prince of Egypt. (laughs) Yeah. The, yeah. The Prince of Egypt is just a good movie. Christian or not Christian. Yeah. Just quality, quality movie making. So he has to have an inciting incident and his tension is with the Catholics. We see Carter and I just barely took a 
had a lesson on how to actually write uh, stories mm-hmm. because up to this point we've only learned like about writing in our English classes and they don't help you with story writing they just teach you how to write dumb essays yeah that's it essays and research papers but we really. met this uh, lovely woman shout out to her because uh, she's really great giving us this this information for free but she actually taught us how to structure a story in a way to adr- to structure a drama mm-hmm. she said she's going to teach us some other things some other times but um, what's her name? Her name is Carla. Carla. Very so shout nice out lady. to her. But she taught us about the cone. What What is it called? The cone of story or something? Yeah. Is it the structure cone is what she the called structure it? structure cone. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was saying we need an inciting incident because that's what gets our main character to have tension with the antagonist or the, uh, what do you call what, what did she call it? She calls it the system. The system, yes. Which actually works very well in this and kind of situation. It would, because the system would be the Roman Empire or the Catholic Church or both. Or both, yeah. We got to pick one because I don't know the actual history. Neither do I. No, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it would be cool. So at this time, I think the Romans were Christian. They were. Because Constantine, I Constantine think at this had, point, had been dead. Had switched it. He... <laughs> See, that's so dumb. He, he's been killing Christians all this time. And then it, the, on his death, but he's like, never mind, we're Christian now. And then dies. And then everyone's like, okay, we'll follow that forever. Yeah. Until the Roman empire falls. Oh, actually. So Constantine happened, uh, 40 years after St. Valentine was executed. Okay. So they weren't Christian. No, that's probably why he was doing. That's why he was going doing against those. the law. So he was going, he was a Christian or I believe he was Christian. Yeah, he He was was Christian. So he was, um, he believed in, in Christ or whatever, who, who was, uh, crucified by the Romans. Mm -hmm. And, um, so he was following them and the Romans were killing people that were Christian, but I think people wanted to be married being, they wanted to be recognized by Christ in their marriage, I think. Yeah. Um, or at least that was their belief. And so, that's why, so that's why he was doing something illegal. Mm-hmm. Going kind of going underneath. against, going against the Romans. Yeah. Not, not going. So, so the Romans are obviously the, uh, the system in this story. Yep. That he needs to overcome the Roman empire, which is a cool system to overcome. Yeah. I love the Roman empire. They're, they're very interesting. It's, mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite things in history to learn about. Honestly, it's a cool one for sure. Now we have, Roman Empire St. Valentine. But I like that idea you were talking about at the very beginning. He's kind of like a loose cannon-ish, you know. Yeah. You wouldn't picture him to be a saint, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in the Catholic Church anytime soon. And then he changes. Yeah. Well, the what? So what is that inciting incident? He um, watches his mother be murdered by some Roman because she... Um, I mean, because he, he would have been raised... He would have been raised Christian. Most he would likely. have been raised following the teachings of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. um, which would have been illegal. And he probably he's he doesn't care, right? It's like he's going. He doesn't really give a crap. He he's just a uh, a teenager, whatever. But then his mom is willing to like die because she doesn't want to give up her marriage to her dad or something, or, or not her dad, her her husband, his dad. I like that. Um, or something like that. That's and so, and so she gets killed or she gets mm-hmm. thrown in prison. And so then now he, um, actually cares about this stuff, about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Afterwards he starts, I guess maybe trying to figure it out for himself. What's going on. Cause you, you know, he just saw his parents die for something. And if this guy doesn't care the whole time, you probably is going to wonder like, cause yeah, what is it that, what is, she what really? is that in my parents that they saw in this, in this movement or whatever? It's so good. Yeah. That made them do this. Mm. And he did that, which could also lead us to, I don't want this to be a preachy movie in any way. I, no, I don't no, want no, this no, to yeah. make people like, this isn't about Christianity. This isn't about Jesus Christ. This is just about this character that, that I mean, that's his motivation. Yeah. But but of course, it's like doing our best to make it find a way to have it be symbolic for every person in their life because everyone's going to find, I guess, a purpose. You know what I mean? But this guy's purpose, I guess, was, you know, doing 
doing this. Now, if we do that, that would also kind of lead maybe for an introduction to having a safe character. Um, and this, and a safe character is someone that the hero can learn from, kind of like a mentor, someone they can fall back on. I guess uh-huh. in the Star Wars universe, we, we kind of went through this with Carla. <laughs> we did, yeah. It was Obi-Wan was yeah. that safe character in The New Hope. So I guess as he's searching, he could find someone who... Yeah, I mean, so he's orphaned. Uh-huh. Uh, How old is he at this time? Do we just say like he's a teenager or like young teens? Yeah, uh, enough to be have be his own person, mm-hmm. but not, I'm thinking not like old enough. 15? Yeah. 15, 16? Around there. Yeah. Yeah, that seems that seems good. For at least at this part in the movie. <clears throat> I don't know if we like... How long did people live at this point in time? I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> we don't need to look up that... <laughs> No one really cares about that continuity. <laughs> so it's going to be like, actually, though, actually, <laughs> if he's 15, he would be over middle age. He'd be over middle age. He should have a kid by now. He should. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what we. So now. OK, he's 15. Yeah. Um, he ha- he finds refuge. Because at this point, there's still a lot of in history wise. All the Christians are worshiping in the catacombs. Mm, yes. Underneath. Ooh, that's, oh, which is I, a good, I'd love to shoot in a place like that. Right. Wouldn't that be this movie? awesome to actually be able to, there's a few movies like, uh, that have shot in places like that. One is not a very good movie. Well, it's fine. Gemini man. Did you ever see that? I haven't. They shot in the catacombs. They have uh, the, the last crusade. Obviously. Yeah. Indiana mm-hmm. Jones movies. And it's just, it's a cool, I mean, it's, it's a mass graveyard. It's not oh yeah. Cool. It's it's I guess tragic, but it's still cool. <laughs> right. Um that it and it'd be cool. It would be pretty cool to film it while it's being used, if that makes sense. Because a lot of movies now it's like they're visiting old ruins. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'd no, be cool exactly. to kind of get our when, take on when like people are actually worshiping there and yeah, hiding like, from the Romans. What are people doing when they're actually in there? That could be maybe where he performs a lot of the marriage. Like, you know. I think it was. I, mm-hmm. I don't know in the catacombs, but yeah, he had to do it in hiding in some way. So. Exactly. So it could be there. It could be somewhere else. But Okay, so he goes down to the catacombs because he's never... He knew his parents were going down there, mm-hmm. but he didn't, he didn't want to take part or something of yeah. that nature. And then he just decides to go down there to find out what's, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, he meets uh, this older woman down there. I don't know. Uh, that, I'm just trying to come up with a safe character. Ruth Ann. Ruth Ann. No, I just, I is, that a Ro- is that a Christian, a Roman Christian name? I have no idea. Ruth Ann. <laughs> I was just thinking of two random names, Ruth and Ann. And then I was like, which one? And I'm like, well, we'll just Ruth. put them together and see what happens. Yep, Ruth Ann. Perfect. Ruth Ann. Should she be an old woman or just like. But an old woman back then would have been like 40. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, maybe like a 40, 50 year old. Like old enough that she has wisdom, but not too old where she can't like move around. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when she sacrifices herself again, it's tragic. I don't know if we're going to sacrifice her, but. Right. <laughs> well, it'd be tragic anyway if an old yeah. woman died, but. No, regardless. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Wouldn't it be? I mean, they're old anyway. I've heard people say stuff like that. Oh, really? It's like, uh, it's like, um, well, they've lived a long life. Save the. That's not, it's not that simple. Increase the surplus population. Have you guys have you seen the Christmas that's a, Carol? That's a great movie. The Christmas Carol. Well, the Christmas Carol. Wait, no, no, no. Well, he says that in the Christmas Carol. But did mm-hmm. you ever see the movie, uh, the man who invented Christmas? Or I think it's called Invented. No, I've heard that one was really good. It's though. really I good. Know what you're talking about. It's really good because it's about Charles Dickens writing the story. Oh. And like his inspiration of people who were just like people that acted like Scrooge. No one like people. England is like a ruthless country, especially back then. Mm-hmm. People didn't care if you were poor. Th- th- no one cared to help you. Yeah. It's like you're you're not part of our group. Mm-hmm. We're old money. We're have, better than you. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen um I mean, have you read the book, A Christmas Carol? Um, yes, I have one time. Okay. A long uh, it was time a ago. Good, it was a good book. And I've seen 
the Christmas Carol story I've seen the most is the Muppets Christmas Carol. Okay, I was going to say, same here. <laughs> <laughs> but I watch the Muppets Christmas Carol almost every year of my life because it's my mom's favorite. The movies I've seen the most in my life are probably The Grinch and the Muppets Christmas Carol because... You see them every year Because least. I've seen them 21 times. Yeah. <laughs> and probably more because I've probably seen them more in one year. Yeah. And I doubt I've seen any other movie more than 21 times. You know what? That's a fair point, actually. Christmas movies are probably the most viewed movies. Yeah. If you have like a favorite one. Yeah. Like Elf, I'm sure people have seen oh, since they yeah. were a kid. Mm -hmm. I never saw Elf because we watched The Grinch. I feel like you're either a Grinch person or an Elf person. That's true. So I've never seen The Grinch, but I've seen The Elf oh, every yeah, year. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen The Elf, but I've seen The Grinch. Mm -hmm. Polar <laughs> Express, those kind of ones. I kind of hate the Polar Express, but it's it's fine. I understand why people like it. Yeah. It's just kind of stupid. It's like the community. Oh, he believes in Santa? Who gives a crap? <laughs> it's like, oh, so, 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 let's talk about the Polar Express. You know the character, <laughs> the kid who doesn't get presents because he's, he's poor, right? Yeah. Meaning, so so the you understand like, oh, it, his parents can't afford presents. Like, yeah. But in this universe, Santa is real. And he just doesn't care about poor kids. Yeah. <laughs> what is this movie? No, I've thought that before, actually. Because I'm like, in this universe, Santa's real and Santa delivers toys. Uh-huh. The parents have believed in Santa. Because presents are appearing all over the place. Yeah, the but parents like, aren't putting him there. The parents should have been alarmed at this bell that they yeah, found. They, exactly. <laughs> with this note. They should have been alarmed. <laughs> and when they were kids, like... If this is real, if Santa's real in this world, then there would be no confusion. <laughs> I know. And that's what the whole movie is, is proving that, oh, Santa actually does truly exist. Yeah. And that's what the main character finds out at the end. Mm -hmm. I like I like the message, you know, the believe, the, the throughout his life. I mean, it's a cool, it's a good message. But, like, I also understand, like, some of the plot points. Like, I'm like, this is a little. <laughs> I like how Tom Hanks is in <laughs> The whole movie. He's no, like, Tom Hanks, Hanks he plays, like, every character, every character <laughs> except the kids. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that's so funny. Which part of me have wondered, has wondered if, one, Tom Hanks was just either, he was, A, really dedicated to this project. and No, they just. <laughs> or. They, have, they could afford one. A-list celebrity <laughs> to be so in the movie. So they shows just, Tom Hanks. It's like when they put a, what's another example? You know, you remember that really cringe movie, Shark Boy and Lava Girl? You oh gosh, that? yeah. You know how, so they got, Mar was it Mario? Not Mario Lopez. It's not Mario Lopez. He, he was a famous actor. He played the teacher and okay. he played the villain and he played like the robot character. He played like every character. Have you seen Spy Kids? Yes. It was made by the same people. Yeah, the um, the dude. They also had one big actor in there, and he's like the guy with the long mustache and the big hair, the grotto um, man. He's like very I, tough. Shoot, very I know strong. his name. I know his name. You know who I'm talking about. I know. Though, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You can only afford one A-list actor. After that, you just. <laughs> well, they had Zorro in that movie. He was. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I totally forgot about Zorro. Actually, I he's take a, that back about Spy Kids. <laughs> they have a few. They have a few. <laughs> Somehow, I don't know how they pulled that off. For Spike. For multiple movies. For three of them. You know how sometimes like you like an actor will make one movie and then they realize it sucks and so they're like, okay, we won't be in the sequels. And they like replace them with someone else. Yeah. They made it they did all three. With the same cast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes sense the kids why they would do it, but the adult characters. Oh, yeah. Well I mean, I guess it paid well. I mean, the thing about that show, like Spy Kids, even Sh Sharkboy Love Girl is kind of trash. But like Kids love that crap because oh, it's yeah. like the coolest, like it's everything a kid likes. Yeah. It's like perfect for that audience. Anyone other than like a little kid hates it, but it's mm -hmm. like, it's everything a little kid likes. It's gadgets. It's uh yeah. weird thumb characters. What the heck is that? Remember that? Yeah. And like, <laughs> there was that line like colors and there was one line in spy kids that I've seen this like on a mean a couple of times. Cause it was the most profound line ever that they just threw into a, Random, I think, was it a Disney TV? It was a Disney Channel TV movie, wasn't it? I don't, or was it? I'm sure they may have aired it on there, but I think some com some family made this company. Spy Kids? Yeah. Oh, I actually didn't know They that. made a company, it was like, and they like made reference to the company. Like, you know that in, I can't remember what Spy Kids movie it was, but there was like a ride 
with like a like a head of a boy. Yes, that's their logo. Oh. That's the com- their company's logo. I had no idea yeah. actually. I thought it was Disney, but no, that makes sense. Well, there's this one line in there where he <laughs> he's talking about the thumbs, which I think is really funny that that's the power. But he goes, "Do you think God hides in heaven?" Because he's scared of what he's created down here. I'm like, this is a kid's movie. Like, that was, yeah, that he? was in Spy Kids too. That was... Uh, that, Steve Buscemi, they have a lot yeah, of big no, actors in that, that movie. Like, and then they get the floopy guy in the first movie, he's a super big actor too. I can't think guy. of his name. He's the he's the villain. Well, he doesn't end up being a villain, but he's the perceived villain. Mm-hmm. And then there's a twist villain, but yeah, um, he's the perceived villain throughout the film. Oh. And he's super famous, and I can't think of what his name is, though, but mm-hmm. I've seen him all over the place in, like, big movies. Really? So speaking of A-list actors, I just thought of this. St. Valentine, if we could get one A-list actor to play our... I think our A-list actor should play uh, Anne Ruth or Ruth Ann. <laughs> That'd actually be very cool. Get, like, uh, I was going to say Maggie Smith, but she's a little too old. Um, Let's get, I don't know. Meryl Streep? I love Meryl Streep. She could be a good one. Like everyone loves Meryl Streep. Oh, not like. too old. She's a great actress. She's kind of getting on the older side. She nowadays, is getting right? on the older side. Yeah. But, um, we, this is a made up story so we can say we have her, whatever we want. Exactly. We, we have, w- we want her mama Mia age. Okay. Yeah. I, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. Actually. We want her back in 2002. Yes. When she was making mama Mia. Actually, I think it was 2002. I might be wrong, but didn't it come out in 2008? Uh, maybe I'm totally wrong. No, I think you're right. I think it was 2000. Because in my mind, I'm like, it's either 2008 or 2002. But I was thinking we just did an Iron Man one. And I'm like, that's where 2008 is coming from. It's not 2002. <laughs> but you're right. I think it is 2008. Uh, who cares? Regardless. We, we, regardless, we want Meryl Streep from Mamma Mia to play yes, our to Ruth play Ann. Ruth Ann. <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm kind of liking Ruth Ann as a name. Yeah. <laughs> the more we say it, the more it grows on us. Okay. So we need to find, okay. so St. Valentine needs to find, I think St. Valentine needs to be an unknown actor. I think so. You too. know, those ones, like sometimes they take actors that are unknown mm-hmm. because they want them to seem like a, they don't want people to know what their potential is. Yeah. Have you seen 1917? I ha- I own it, but I still haven't t- taken the time to watch it's it. It's very cool. Cause what they did is they got A-list actors for all the supporting cast that he meets along the way. But the two main actors um, especially the main one. This was like his first thing he's ever really did. And he did amazing. But they purposely tried getting two people who are unknown as the main characters. And then they got like kind of big names for the supporting actors. Yeah. Like Benedict Cumberbatch, Colin Firth. Well, one of my favorite movies, um, Stardust. Have you ever seen this movie? I have a long time ago. So I love this movie. So this, so the main character, Tristan, mm-hmm. um, he, he, he's, he's a somewhat big, um, actor now but at the time he was an unknown and then they got claire danes who was is well known yeah but uh they wanted him specifically to be totally unknown because his character he had to start out being like a loser Mm -hmm. kind of an unlikable guy like girls don't like him um and then he turns into like a charming attractive like whatever guy so they didn't want people to know like oh he's actually a charming good looking guy because you've seen him in other movies like the first time they wanted people to see him is when he was like the loser Oh, so that's why they cast him like that. That's smart. I have to watch Stardust again. It's been a long time. It's a great movie. I love that movie. Don't read the book though. It's trash. Is it? It's actually very bad. The story's terrible. The oh. movie like, <laughs> improved it way better, which usually does not happen. I know it doesn't happen. <laughs> I didn't even know Starburst was a book, honestly. Yeah, because no one cares about it. The movie's a great movie, but the story that was written by the author is just you terrible. see. Time out though. I think they should do more of that. They do a lot of like. <laughs> Great books into movie adaptations. And sometimes it works really well. Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, I think, are great examples. Uh-huh. Um, but they should take unknown movies and make them, or unknown books, and t- yeah. make them popular. Yeah, they should take books that they liked that maybe weren't as good or just unknown. And then fix and the then problems. The, yeah, fix the problem and make it into a movie. I think that would cause a lot of, and I think Disney should do that too with their live action films. They're making their biggest animated hits into live action when what they should do is take some of the older ones and make them live action. I'm talking like Atlantis. Yeah, bring action. back ones people forgot about. Treasure Planet. Live well, they're action. never going to do that because the reason they do like Lion King is they know everyone's going to go watch live action Lion yeah, King. Yeah, I know. They know everyone's... But it's a risk to make live action Atlantis, even though that would be a sick movie. That would be so good. <laughs> <laughs> Treasure Planet would be an awesome movie. Right? Oh, Which, both of those are great movies that everyone forgets about. They are. And I hope this 
podcast can help people remember how so we got on a tangent because i was talking about we should cast someone who's unknown oh yes but Mer- so Mel anyway, Street, yeah valentine goes down to the catacombs he's been um so have we decided that the exciting incident is gonna be his parents dying his parents dying well that's not see that's that not too much really an inciting incident that's just something that it pushes him don't get me wrong but it's, it's not like the it doesn't push him to go against the roman empire mm-hmm. it just pushes him it just pushes him to find out more and then something needs to happen that makes him. I think Ruth Ann should be the one to incite the inciting incident, either showing him how bad the Christians are actually, cause he hasn't cared this whole time. You know uh-huh. what I mean? How bad life is in the catacombs and everything. And then kind of invite him to come along and yeah. join her. And I feel that's like more something of, that's more of an inciting incident. Yeah, something for sure. Because he needs to be able to, he needs to be able to, something needs to make him start breaking the law mm-hmm. and start marrying people. Exactly. Something needs to get him to choose for himself what he's going to do. Because there was actually a book I was reading um, on screen right now saying some of the things that are wrong with inciting incidents is that it has to be a force that causes someone to change, right? Like we're talking about, but it also has to be a choice by them to like, to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they also have to have a choice in there to say, okay, I'm going to do this. Like star Wars. Finally, he said, okay, I'm going to go, right. I'm going to go with Obi-Wan. We're going to go find Leia, whatever. Right. So there needs to be a choice where St. Valentine's like, okay, I'm in this, like, this is what I'm going to do after he, you know, his parents die. He's able to see what it's like, whatever it may be. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, so I mean the thing, so his parents dying is an important thing. Cause that's what um, eventually makes him choose mm-hmm. like the marriage of people to be his thing. Yeah. Right. Because they died because they wouldn't give up their marriage. Right. So that that's that's the inciting incident of what happens, but then he needs something else needs to happen that causes him to actually start doing it. So, I mean, so he's fifteen when his parents die, but he probably didn't start doing his stuff until much later in life. Yeah, and by much later in life, he was probably like twenty five. <laughs> yeah, probably like yeah, <laughs> twenty five. Probably like ten years after this. Yeah, incident or so. So he's. Uh, Meryl Streep takes him in, Ruth Ann, or does she? I don't know if she should take him in. See, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where we're going to go with this. Yeah. I, I wish I knew a little more history to give us a little bit of a... Right, like some ideas to go off of on what he did. I think... I think I remember hearing something about his his own wife passing away. Not not that she was murdered, but I just think she passed away. Mm-hmm. His own wife, which means he was married at the time, obviously. <clears throat> that's true. And I was thinking, could it be like one thing he so sees? he could so see he could get married. Let's say so he meets this. This woman, he falls in love with her. He wants to get married to her. There's someone, there is someone that secretly marries them. Mm-hmm. So it's someone that does what he does before he did it. Yeah. Um, but this person got caught. Um, this person got caught like basically right away somehow. And so, and so he, he got what he wanted. He gets to be married to the woman he loves, but he, he, he wants to now give that to the other people. I like that. I, I think I have a little bit of something, but. No, it's good. I was just trying to look up real quickly, like just a little bit of history on him. But what I'm looking at isn't giving me too great advice. Apparently what happened was he was um, beheaded. Really? 
for refusing to adorn idol. Is idol the name of? Is the is idol the name of a god or idols the generic term for? Just a generic term. Oh, an idol. Yeah, an idol. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I have lots. I have pictures of idols all over my room. You have that's the what, awesome. That's what they call Buddha. Uh, a K-pop singer. They call them idols. Oh, do they really? They do. Yeah, oh. really. Not even. I joking. thought you were talking about the. Uh... <laughs> oh, I do have a Buddha, but that's not an idol. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's just a Buddha. <laughs> this is the Buddha statue that I like. Just a sweet Buddha statue. It's the it's the fat Buddha edition. Yeah. <laughs> I, I prefer I prefer the skinny Buddha, like the Thai the Thai Buddha. Yeah. But the fat Buddha is kind of cute. You can so. like rub its belly for good luck. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> and I bought it in a Chinatown and. Those are the kinds of Buddhas they have in Chinatown. That's pretty cool. They don't have a, they don't have the skinny Buddha unless you go to Thailand or, or other places that yeah. are Buddhist. Mm-hmm. It's cool. All right. All right. Character growth. How's he going? How is he going to grow? If we do, I, I mean, I like the idea of his, him seeing someone do it before him. Like yeah. it wasn't his idea. He right. just did it more famously. <laughs> he just did it to a bigger scale mm-hmm. and to a point that he was beheaded. That is a brutal way to go. It is. With an axe or with a guillotine. Guillotines probably weren't invented at the time. I don't think so. I think Someone it was probably an took an axe to his head. Guillotines. Did you know that they made women look up at the blade and men could look down? No. So they put a they put the women in with their heads facing towards the sky and they could see the blade come down at their throat and men could just look at the ground and just Cuz the guillotine is actually relatively humane even though it's extremely bloody Yeah. because you it's like you're alive and then you're dead. Like there's it's no time in between where you actually Unless feel any pain. I've heard that sometimes they would like it wouldn't be a sharp blade. Uh. Anyway, yeah. No, that's besides <laughs> the point. <laughs> but yes, relatively speaking, it's not the Worst way to go. Yeah, I always picture you. Remember that movie Sinbad? Did you ever see okay, that one? Okay, I've never seen that. Uh, I know, I like, I've heard it. I've no idea. I, about. I had that VHS when I was a kid, so I saw that <laughs> one a bunch. But there, that's what I always think of when I think of beheadings with the axe. Mm-hmm. It's because he went and he like put his head on the. So, so the the one the prince decided to take the beheading for Sinbad. Mm-hmm. He, he he basically said he said Sinbad has got to go get the book of life or whatever back. And if he doesn't come back, I will take his punishment for him. Mm-hmm. And so he was about to get beheaded. And so he put his head on the rest and the ax went up and then Sinbad. It's like, no, I'm back. And then Sinbad decided to take his spot be, or I mean, he took his own spot for the guy that was taking his. Mm-hmm. And then he put his head and then the ax came down and then it shattered because um, uh, the goddess of chaos came. Oh, but anyway, I just always think of beheadings because it happened twice where they almost got beheaded and then just did it. Yeah, <laughs> but I have to see that movie. <laughs> it's a good. I mean, it's not that good. Yeah, like it's it it's in the style of I think DreamWorks made it. It's in the style of Prince of Egypt and El Dorado. Okay, it looks like those ones, mm-hmm. but it's it's the worst of the three. Speaking of live action movies, live action El Dorado. That would be fun. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I love how in that movie there's like a subtle. Uh, oh, it's not even that subtle. The fact that the one guy and the girl are having an affair together. Oh yeah, and it like shows them like it's like not subtle. They're like, not it's subtle totally about- a kids movie, but it's like <laughs> so obvious when you're watching it as an adult what's happening. Yeah, as a kid you don't really understand, but as an adult you're like, like they're like. But you kind of understand as a kid. That's true. I mean, you don't know what sex is, but you know that like they're, they're together they're, and they're they love yeah. each other. Like they're. And they're, you know, they're hooking kissing. up in some yeah. way. They're giving out cooties. Giving out cooties. <laughs> then I don't, know, adult, I don't think I ever like, believed in that. Did you? No. I always liked, I feel like I liked girls like as long as I remember. Yeah. I used to like girls, but like, it was like not cool to like girls. Really? And so like, I didn't. You didn't tell but anybody? Like, yeah. But like secretly. Yeah. No. Like, they're like, ew. I'm like, eh, it's not that gross. But ew. no, I was just like, just joining the crowd <laughs> until yeah. it became socially acceptable in my age. They think girls are cute. When when was that? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, that's about what. It's, yeah. Okay. It's about you're getting into uh, middle school or junior high. Yeah, I guess you were afraid to tell someone who you liked up until that point. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why. Yeah. No. Isn't it weird growing up? Like once you look back, you're like, "What was I thinking?" 
Why did you, you look? Do you're this? so lame. And I'm sure we're gonna <laughs> look, back, look back in five years and think this is the cringiest stuff ever. Like the, oh, this please. show that we're creating. This is amazing. <laughs> I mean, I I kind of think it's cringy even now, but yeah. I mean, right. But that's part of the charm. Yeah, it's part of the charm. <laughs> How are we supposed to write movie scripts if we don't vomit out ideas? Exactly. We're bound to have a good one eventually. Exactly. We have to throw away all the bad ones first. You know what, Thomas Edison. He said, yeah. I did not find a thousand, I did not mess up a thousand times. He said, I found a thousand ways not to make a light bulb. Yep. That's what this podcast is. Not finding a thousand hundred <laughs> ways to not write a movie. <laughs> and, and then we're finally, movie in there. finally we'll write a blockbuster hit. <laughs> <laughs> but for now we're just writing a movie about St. Valentine and Meryl Streep. And just having fun. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, so I want him to be married mm-hmm. be just because he has to experience stuff directly involved with, oh, with yeah. marriage and love and that why that becomes his specialty. Exactly. I like that. Um, okay. And so maybe what if you married someone that was like part of the Roman church? If that makes sense. Yeah. And then that person can turn them, turn them in in the end or something. Yeah. And just betray him. And that's, like a Brutus moment. Oh, I like it. And not, I didn't mean Roman church, Roman empire, but you understood what I was going I don't know with. why I said a Brutus moment. I could have said a Judas moment because we're talking, Damn, we're, just talking about well, we're talking about Romans and, and, uh, yeah, actually Roman, both of them, both of them. Yeah. Both, both of them. them. We got the Romans and the Christian, the Judas and the Brutus. Yeah. The Judas and the Brutus. There should be a line in there about the Judas and the Brutus. <laughs> yeah. Our character needs to be named like, it has to rhyme with both those names because Judas, th- Brutus. if you're going to betray someone, that's what your name has to sound like. <laughs> yeah. What's a woman's name? Are we having his wife like rat him out? I mean, that would be devastating. It would be, which is kind of awesome yeah. in a way. That's true. That's how we like, is that <laughs> would that, draw too many people away if that makes sense well i guess if we're not like well so his first wife okay he gets married and then she turns him in that's not when he gets beheaded all right that's just when he has to now like go into deep hiding oh yes Mm -hmm. and that's when he's like in deep hiding marrying people i like because his first wife or whatever turned him in to Mm -hmm. the roman empire because i don't know i don't know why she would do that yeah but she does for some reason we can work out the details, but, but, uh, so now he goes into deep hiding and, and, and Meryl Streep is there. Meryl Streep <laughs> I is just there. want Meryl Streep to be there. So is Meryl Streep there both times? If that makes sense. I don't know. It, it could be like a thing where Meryl, we're calling her Meryl, not Ruth, but. She like she <laughs> tries to counsel him out of marrying this girl, oh, or something like idea. that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so he kind of is like he he leaves her. He's not trusting her anymore, oh. and he marries mm-hmm. this girl. She ends up turning him in, and he runs away. But it's like uh, it's like an Irom. Oh, you you never watched After the Last Airbender, mm. but it's like a so so that. But I know the scene. But where the Irom reference takes make him sense. in and is like, I was never mad at you. I was just sad you lost your way. Yeah, mm-hmm. a moment like that. Yeah. And so he comes back and she's, she's there for him after he is in hiding and she, okay. So that I kind of, do you like that? Yeah. I kind of like that. Mm -hmm. So we have a little falling out. So he, maybe there's like something that changes him during that time. Like there has to be something about this girl. Maybe that makes him like, understand what love is if that makes sense like or appreciate love yeah i know i know but how is she he gonna do that if she's betraying him betraying him yeah i mean it could be a thing like so he his parents are christian they die he goes and tries to be with the christians in the catacombs he meets this Roman girl. She convinces him to leave that life. Mm-hmm. He's living with the Romans. He's a Roman now. He's left that Christian 
crap behind. Yeah. He, I mean, he truly loves her. She truly loves him, but something has to happen where he, for some reason is called back in. It can't be like God tells him because that's not what I want this movie to be, but right. But something needs to bring him back to Christianity in some way. Could he see an execution of Christians? That could be it. And he sees his mother and father again. And he, yeah, and he, he just kind of like has like some PTSD moments of. And so like, so it's, it's heartbreaking because his wife turns him in, but it's also heartbreaking for her because she's also losing him oh, because, because Cause both of them think because she thinks that she, he's betraying her by return, wanting to return to the Christians. Yeah. And so he that, thinks that way she's, she's not, betraying him. That way we can make her not just the most evil person ever. Like she's just, yeah, she's just misunderstanding and he's no, I like that a lot. So he gets turned in um, and he escapes mm-hmm. back and he finds uh, Ruth again. You know, this welcoming back moment. Um, Whatever. I mean, I don't know how far, how I mean, we could probably get a lot of screen time with what we have even. I was going to say, I feel like we could have gotten like, are we like an hour in at this point? We have like 30, 40 minutes left. Yeah. So are we going two hour film or like hour and a half film? This one's probably like not that long of a film. Yeah. Hour and a half. He probably has like 30 minutes. He, I mean, cause this, this is not the story of him marrying people. Yeah. But, so we can allude to that's what's happening. I mean, that's what he's famous for, but that doesn't have to be that much in the film. Mm-hmm. So all this happens, and then he, we see him. Montages are dumb, but like in some way, we see that now he's doing what he's famous for. He's getting, he's marrying people. Mm-hmm. He's he's become a priest. He's, um, and then. I don't know, to the point where he gets executed. Yeah. And that's the movie. The I, final. I just don't know what to fill that last little bit with. Right. I want there to be like a good, I guess, climax, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Something that's been leading up to this entire point. You know, Roman's looking for him left and right. But like, I want it to be like more personal, if that makes sense. Than just them looking for like this random dude, this random person. Well, he could, they could be his his wife could be involved. That's true. Like she's she's regretful, and so she's trying to get them to look for him, but she's actually just trying to get them to look for him because so she can see him again, something like that. I don't know. Oh yeah, not realizing like what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not realizing realizing that they're gonna execute him. Mm-hmm. Um, because because. I mean, he was famous enough even at that time that people knew what he was doing. He was yeah. in hiding, but people knew what he was doing enough that they wanted to arrest him. Right. And execute him. That's true. So there's like, so his wife is like, she's hearing about these things. She's looking for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I'm I don't hate this looking. movie. I don't hate it. I think we have some good bones, but yeah, I'm cool. I mean, for like, <laughs> 45 minutes of just spitballing. I don't feel like we have the worst. <laughs> I know we started with literally Situation. when we started recording, all we had in our mind was Valentine's movie. Yeah. We literally walked in this room before we put the mic down. I was like, do you have any ideas? I'm like, not nah, really. And I, like, I'll start recording. <laughs> and I started recording. Like we'll bounce them off when we start. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean the tension between him and, and the Roman empire is really relevant in the, in the last little bit. Yeah. What if we turn himself in? What if they start like executing the people that he's marrying? That could be. That's I like that. They they start executing the people he's marrying, leaving a message, and he turns himself in into the Roman Empire. Yeah, I like that. Which would leave even a more big. I think it would leave a bigger legacy on him for being love, because that's an act of love that he has. Yeah, he that he's showing to everybody. Yeah, he didn't do anything for himself. I mean, he left the love of his life for this. For this. 
and up to the point where he's sacrificing himself. He's sacrificing himself for other people's love, basically. Yeah. And that really solidifies him as the saint of love. The saint of love. That's not a bad idea, actually. I, I like it. I yeah. like him turning himself in. Okay. And then they execute him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're almost at an hour. What else, What other details do we want to add in? We didn't really... We did not give Ruth Ann that much of a character. Yeah, no. That's we created her because we wanted a safe character just because we learned that that's a thing. Yeah. But we didn't give her any like character. background we story. We didn't give her who anything. She is. I mean, do we want to try? Yeah, I say so. Now, who is she though? Like, who could Ruth Ann be? What if she's like a convert? <laughs> she's a convert. She's a yeah. She's a gypsy. She's a gypsy. Ooh, a gypsy or gypsies a thing at the, that time? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, gypsies have been hated forever. Yeah, by everybody. Good work. So I think she's a gypsy, mm-hmm. and I think they existed at that time period. So that's perfect. Now, how would she? I've heard about this. Where is she from originally? Is she originally from Rome? Because the church, well, the Catholic church at this time, well, I guess not Catholics. It was just Christianity at this point was being spread into many, many, many different places. Could she have been from a different place? Well, the gypsies are really from anywhere. Yeah. I mean, they originally came from somewhere. I'm not sure about. Right. I'm not sure about their group of people, to be honest. But I mean, they're known for traveling yeah and not really having a home because everyone doesn't like them mm-hmm. <laughs> every every nation kicks them out we should work in the catacombs and i think it'd be cool even to show ruthann's commitment they could even have it where we show scenes with her with the other runaways the other christians at this point and a lot of them have hatred for her because she's a gypsy yeah like and it <clears throat> grows her even more like she like even to this point when she's in hiding She's still a little different and she doesn't fit in quite well. But at the same time, but she still willing, doesn't care. She's still willing to take in him. Yeah. And be a mentor to uh to St. Valentine, even though no one cares about her. Exactly. But she cares about him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm glad we made her a gypsy. That makes her more interesting. interesting. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. Except except we would probably have to cast a different person, but who cares? <laughs> who gives a crap about We don't need Meryl Streep. Yeah, we'll get someone else. Because we don't want to make Meryl Streep a gypsy because she's not. Salma Hayek. I don't Do know who Salma Hayek is. I've heard the name, but... She, she's in Eternals. Um, it's her recentest movie. I'm sure, I'll, I'm sure I've seen her. She's really cool. She's in Here Comes the Boom. She's from Colombia, I think. She's a great actress. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Know who I'm talking about? I know, exactly. Maybe she could be a good. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she's gypsy. No, yeah. (laughs) She's she's Mexican-American, it says. Okay, from Mexico. Um, She was in a movie called Frida. It's an interesting movie. Yeah, where is a gypsy from? Because I've heard like being like a term, like, oh, I'm a gypsy, meaning like I like to travel, but I didn't know like. No, gypsy. So here, let's look this up. Uh, gypsy country of origin. Is that a good, I think that's it. Um, oh, from India, Northern India. Oh, so at least that's what this first answer from Google gave yeah. me. And that's what I have right here. Gypsy. Well, and then they, they were traveling around Europe, um, Interesting. Okay, cool. So, who, let's, okay. Famous gypsy actors. Famous. If only we could get... Who's the one that plays... I'm trying to think of, like, also just, like, Indian actresses. There's not a whole lot. So, this woman... I recognize her face, but I... Uh, oh, Rosario Flores. Do you know her? Let me look it she, up. She's, uh, she's apparently gypsy. <laughs> it doesn't matter who we cast. Uh, like We don't even need to talk about this. Yeah. I just kind of, <laughs> we can't have Meryl Streep. Okay. I like her. Yeah. <laughs> Mazayo Flores is now is now Is now R- Ruth Ann. <laughs> Ruth Ann is not a gypsy name. Now we need to chip. No. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to worry about that later. Who cares? That's her catacomb name. That's her catacomb name. Oh, that's, oh, that's her Christian name. That's Actually, that is a thing they do. Yeah. 
That could be a Christian name. Because people hated everyone. They had to make everyone the same. Yeah. Don't you hate history? Parts oh, of the history, world yeah. would be so much better if people were just nicer to each other. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, people are still so mean to each other. It's just like, come on. And no one's learned anything. And we're so mean to each other, even though we're exactly the same. It's like, yeah, Democrats, Republicans, there's some differences, but not that big of differences. Yeah, I mean, I, they are some. there are some important issues, and I understand why people are angry with each other. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you're pretty much the same. Everyone right. is the same. No, it's true. We're all just people trying to get through life. The least amount of pain possible. Exactly. But we just forget. That's going to be our, in our <laughs> synopsis of St. <laughs> <Saint> Valentine. <laughs> just love each other. That's the just answer. Just love each other. Just <laughs> show love. But I kind of like the idea of him sacrificing himself. Him turning himself into the Roman Empire. Yeah. At least for right now. We would do true act of love. Let's mm-hmm. see. What else do we got to get in here? Yeah, what do we need to polish before we end the episode? I mean, there's a lot to polish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so rough. If we were to... <laughs> that's the thing about these podcasts. Is if we were to take these into script form, mm-hmm. almost everything would change. Basically, all of it. That's true. But I... Almost name, none of it would stay. There's almost like that's almost true. I would say for like this is like the basically f- all first drafts of movie or TV pilots. And yeah, I this is like the draft before the first draft. Yeah, this is like people sitting down and be like, okay, well, <laughs> this could maybe work, and then they put it together, and then they realize that doesn't work. They switch some things, switch some things, switch some things, right? To where they finally get, I don't know, the office. No. <laughs> See, the thing about The Office is, like, each episode is written by different people. Yeah. And some of the actors write it. Some of the... Mm-hmm. Um, what's the... Uh, I, I'm not a fan of The Office. Like, I never saw it. Mm. I've seen some episodes just because it. it's so mm-hmm. popular. But what's the girl... Um, oh, Mindy. Mindy? Is I'm talking about... Uh, She's like, oh. she was like a big writer on the so show. So her name's Kelly Kapoor in the yeah, show, she is, she is, she is. but I think her real name's Mindy. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, that's the one. She was a big writer on the show, apparently. She was. Mm-hmm. Her and BJ Novak, who was Ryan. Ryan. Really? Was a big writer on the show. I mean, well, how much did, uh, oh shoot, literally I can't think of Michael Scott's character. Steve Carell? He, yeah, Steve Carell. He's so famous. How did I, not, how yeah. did I forget his name? <laughs> um. I mean, how was he not? A, was he a big writer at all? Did he write any of Michael Scott's character? I think so. I mean, he had to have. Yeah. Because Michael Scott. Well, uh, another big part is the British office was out at this time. Yeah. But so there's a lot of inspiration it's very from different. that. The first season's almost verbatim. But right when you start the second season, it's completely different. It's not even like, I think, close to what they had. <clears throat> Which is yeah. good because the first season of The Office I actually don't like as much. The British the British Office is fine, but the American Office is superior in my opinion. Yeah. I think they improved upon it. I think so too. And uh, Michael Scott, not Michael Scott, Steve Carell, he wasn't that, he wasn't even known really mm-hmm. when they made that. He, while they were making, I think the second season, he came out with the movie 40 year old virgin. <laughs> yeah. And that's like what made him really big. big. Mm-hmm. You seen that movie? No, but I did know they made a <laughs> lot of jokes about it during the second season. Oh really? Yeah. So in the bloopers, especially they were like put up his poster everywhere and have paintballs and like they were shooting it while we're on the set. They're like, you're such a big movie star now, huh? And they're like, <laughs> I don't know how that was the movie that made him a movie star. I mean, it's funny. It's a good, yeah. it's a good comedy, but it got him big. And then it, I think it drew a lot of people to the office. And then now it's like literally every time I think about waxing from this moment, from now on, <laughs> I think just think of the 40 year old version. So I've seen that scene. I haven't <laughs> yeah. seen the movie, but I've seen the scene. Yeah. That's a good movie. Recommend, recommend sure. watching that movie over. St. Valentine. What would we name? Okay, before we end the episode, what are we going to name this film? And then we can end it. Okay. In fact, let me look up something real quick. Valentine. We didn't give a name to his wife either. Yeah. Names can come. Names change. Yeah, names always change. All the time. Mm -hmm. Did you, uh, I was just thinking, um, 
in the movie Encanto. Oh, you, have you seen Encanto? Are you I the one who haven't. haven't seen it? I am the one that hasn't seen it. Shoot. But like, so I, I'm sure people are listening have seen it because it's like one of the most popular movies right now. But the main character, Bruno, or he's not the main character. So the character, Bruno, his original written character name was Oscar. But Lin-Manuel Miranda was writing the song and he wanted to include in the song, We Don't Talk About Bruno, where he says, We Don't Talk About Bruno, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. That was the lyric. And so he changed it to Bruno because they couldn't do it with Oscar. Oh, really? So, yeah, they just. So, just so it would work with the song. They changed his name. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting fact. Names always change. Except Ruth Ann, that's here forever. Yeah. <laughs> Ruth Ann's <laughs> never going to go The name away. that you came up with just randomly off the top of your head trying to think of two females' names. Yeah. Or women's names. And then just combined them. So one of his names that he's called by is Valentino. I like... That's kind of not a bad movie name, just Valentino. Valentino. Yeah. Because it kind of is... You don't know what it will be, but... You have an idea. Like... It sounds like a Valentine's movie, at least. Mm-hmm. And then you don't really know what you're getting into, but you could find out. Yeah. And I like him going by Valentino in the movie and not Saint. Well, cause he wouldn't be St. Valentine at the time. Yeah. Or even Valentine. I think it'd be cooler to go by Valentino. Yeah. Like it's more, I think it's a cooler name, honestly. Valentino. Definitely. 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 Well, that was a good episode. I enjoyed it. Um, too. surprisingly, I thought, I honestly thought the Valentine's movie would suck. I think we had something not terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible, but it's not super terrible. <laughs> For 45 minutes, it could have been worse. <laughs> yeah. So um, thank you guys for listening all this way. We love you for listening this long. Um, if you have a little extra cash, not an obligation, but we do have a Patreon, and you can see us on YouTube as well. And let's jump back in to the void. <laughs>